Welcome, everyone, to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you happy hustlers out there? I hope you are having an amazing day thus far. For this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, I want to bring to you a new format, and that is Sunday Stories. These are real life true stories from yours truly and an actionable takeaway to follow that hopefully you can apply in your life. So without further ado, I want to dive into this first episode and it's all about how I earned my dream job and how you can too. And it's titled The World Cup Payday. Let's dive in. Ever since I was a boy, soccer was my sport, and every soccer player's dream is to play in the World Cup. Well, that dream was a bit out of question after I tore my ankle up and basically broke it in half playing in my senior season of high school and then tore my ACL to follow, so my pro career basically went down the poop chute. However, attending the World Cup was still very much on my bucket list. So when I found out that the World Cup 2014 was going to be set in Brazil, I knew that my brother and I had to make it our absolute priority to be there. So in 2013, November, about eight months prior to the World Cup, we began began seriously brainstorming as to how exactly we were going to happy hustle our way there. So by December 2013... After hours of research, we had found a couple of different companies that were going to be at the World Cup the following summer. So we started to analyze how we could add value and land a position with these companies. We knew our strengths and we knew our weaknesses. We then determined how we could apply these strengths to the companies that were going to be working at the World Cup. Now here's a happy hustler side note. Allow me to stress the sheer importance of research, guys, especially for my brother and I in this instance. Research is essential because it can be your greatest ally as a hustler. A couple extra hours of research can be the game changer when analyzing your options. So dig deep and take the unconventional approach beyond just the first page of Google. Make some calls and ask for advice from industry experts or people who have done what you want to do. So for us, my brother and I, we found a company, one in particular, that seemed to align with our values and could be potentially in need of what we could offer. It was a tour company that facilitated red carpet experiences for individuals or groups that wanted to attend these world-class sporting events, but didn't want to figure out all the logistics themselves. This company basically set up packages, including hotels, game tickets, transportation, tours, etc., for their clients, and then hosted them for these events, ranging from the French regatta championships to the running of the bowls in Spain to the Olympics to the Super Bowl, and soon the World Cup in Brazil. Aha! We said to ourselves, the light bulb struck, and we knew 
it on that mid-December night in Grant's basically tiny University Florida apartment that this was our golden ticket to attend the World Cup for free and get paid, you know, to to basically be at our dream event. Now, at that time, Grant and I were sharing literally a full-size bed and were ballers on a budget, to say the least. We were developing a philanthropic business called Golds for Goals, which was a soccer startup based on inspiring disadvantaged youth using soccer as a medium to connect. We created a backpack portable soccer goal made from recycled materials, which would have been distributed with goal books, quote-unquote, that help inspire and educate kids. Now, we knew for marketing purposes that attending the World Cup could be the catalyst for growth and exposure for our business, but the only problem was, as a new business, we really didn't have any cash flow, and it definitely, we weren't able to fund a three-month trip to Brazil. So when we found out, after much research, that this established international company was hiring for the tour guide positions, it seemed to be the perfect fit. We could both attend the events and the games, network with high-paying clients, gain access to places and resources that we would never have access to on our own, and we could even focus on growing our business as time would allow. Now, the only problem with this genius plan was that the job required fluent Portuguese. And after living in Spain for nine months, Barcelona to be exact, my Spanish was pretty good. But my Portuguese was a whole nother ball game and Grant and I instantly made it our mission to learn Portuguese as fast as possible. I mean we bought CDs, the Pimsleur approach, which is a great way to learn how to speak a language, and listen to them every single time we got in the car. We downloaded an app Duolingo, which is also a great app for learning a language, and we even found a cute Brazilian girl who t- tutored us twice a week. That's a true story. It was now the new year, and we began gathering our submission materials for the first round of the application process. We made a brief, cheesy introduction video, wrote an eight-page paper all about us, and then sent the PowerPoint slide deck with pictures and excerpts on about how we could add value to their organization. Now, after weeks of anxiously waiting to receive a notice that we had moved on to the next round of the hiring process, we basically submitted an additional two-minute video with a list of specific questions that we answered and our Portuguese monologue demonstrating our fluency. Now, we began answering the questions that they previously asked us in paper on in deep detail. And then we started filming our answers to each question with different outfits in different locations. From suits in boardrooms to bathing suits on the beach, we wanted to demonstrate our diversity in the wide range of skills that we had. So we practiced Portuguese relentlessly until we could recite a 10-minute monologue on camera flowing naturally with ease. We then edited dozens of clips from 10 years of our lives into this one video. We had videos of us on horseback riding, fly fishing, juggling soccer balls, doing snowboard tricks, and everything in between. We wanted to give them a sense of who we were, and we added these images and music. All in all, we spent probably 40 hours filming, editing, and putting together this 8-minute video. Yes, we went over the 2-minute time limit for the videos, but we just 
couldn't fit it all in in two minutes and we rolled the dice basically going over the time limit but we wanted to make the video the video so great that they just had no other choice but to hire us after submitting the video and the other required material material for the job we waited we checked our inbox and voicemails repeatedly for weeks but we didn't hear anything I then decided to cold call and follow up with the company, tastefully reminding them of our submission video. Key there, guys, always follow up. Yes, I already mentioned the importance of following up in previous episodes, but in this one especially, it was key. We then went through the LinkedIn profiles of all the people associated with the company and found the top five executives. We previously sent our video and application to the general inbox address, but wanted to make sure that as many decision makers as possible saw the video and the application that we were sending in. So after, the, after finding the first name, compliments to LinkedIn, and adding it to thecompanyname.com, Basically, we just started firing it off to the president, the vice president, and you know any other executive email that we could conjure up. And then on a Saturday night, the vice president actually watched our video because we found out later on that we were contacted by that vice president on that Monday and he only watched our video because we sent him that directly. So we were at our office, which was at the time a collaborative incubator space at the University of Florida. And we were working on our startup venture when we got the call. And I remember it like it was yesterday because all the satisfaction and joy rushing over after tireless hours of working were finally paying off for this dream job to go to the World Cup, to get paid, to experience this dream of ours since little boys. Now, while the company's executive director was relaying the important job information on the, on the speakerphone, Grant and I were literally doing the do si with one another, our happy dance, grinning from ear to ear as he ex- exclaimed the great news that we got the dang job. Now, this dance carried on to the night, and we actually filled a keg shortly after, bought a slip and slide, which is about 150 feet of rolled up tarp, and... Uh, soaped that bad boy up and had a a good old-fashioned shindig to celebrate our big win and with one heck of a day party which is uh also known as a darty now it was finals week so only like five people showed up to our party but you know what we still had fun nonetheless and then late night finally people started showing up in their going out attire while we were you know still in our slip and slide gear I had on my Brazilian boy shorts just to get in the in the mood for Brazil and we were slip and sliding late into the night actually funny story within the story one of Grant's friends came over who was a former UF basketball player who stands a staggering 6'8 and he showed up and didn't realize that we had put Dawn dish soap all over the hallway because we took the slip and slide from the outside to the inside of our house and <laughs> we literally fell. Uh, we literally watched him fall for what seemed like probably 45 to 60 seconds of him majestically ice skating attempting to recover but with no hope and his size 14 feet were going over his head and basically lawn chaired himself folding himself together and landing on his back in the middle of the living room moral of the story big trees fall hard and uh, yeah the real moral of the story is make sure to honor your hard work and happiness you know after you do accomplish a goal and get a dream job like we just did 
of celebrate, have some fun. Because, you know, all work and no play is not a recipe for happiness or happy hustling. So now we got this job and it was only a couple weeks out until we were doing Brazil. But we had another problem, guys. We needed to get Brazilian visas, stat, because knowing the process to get Brazilian visas, it was extremely delayed due to the inefficient government systems and the increased demand for the ensuing World Cup. So we had to pull out all the tricks. They had stopped taking applications online because they were so backed up. So we had to hop in the car and drive from Gainesville to Miami, which was about five hours, to make an appearance at the Brazilian embassy. Now, we had our flights booked already and had no choice but to be persistent. So with suits and smiles, we were the first ones at the embassy three mornings in a row before they even opened up. Even when the security guards were starting to call us by name, even when we didn't have any luck, there was only one hope of getting an actual appointment with the Brazilian clerk who happened to be gay. Now, we definitely resorted to accompanying him a brother's steak dinner and pushing our application through whatever it took. <laughs> but we uh, we actually had this guy who was a super nice guy. He he was the reason we actually got our Brazilian visas in time. To He basically rushed the process and we didn't even have to do him any special favors, which was a, which was a plus. Now, after a week and a half of this relentless persistence, guys, it came through and we finally got our visas expedited. We even kept all our clothes on and we did end up missing our flight due to the visa delay and had to reschedule it. But thank goodness our cousin is a doctor because he wrote us a quote unquote sick notes. And for the record, I had a cough. But regardless, you know, you have to get that necessary paperwork in order to get your flight costs covered by the insurance. So another happy hustle hack. Uh, Hopefully you have someone that you can get those, you know, flight insurance, uh, sick letters reimbursed. Now, We bought these new flights and we had the biggest smirks on our face, barely believing that we actually were on the way to Brazil. The best three months of our lives then followed. I'm not even kidding, guys. We were getting paid to take clients to some of the coolest places on earth from the Cristo Rentador, you know, that big statue of Jesus on top of the mountain overlooking all of Rio, to the Sugarloaf Mountain, which has those those you know, gondolas that go from one mountain to the next, overlooking the beautiful waters, to the beaches of Epanema in Rio de Janeiro, to watching France play Germany in press box seats with all you could eat and drink. Guys, we were living the life over there in Brazil. All while promoting our company and networking with professionals from FIFA, BBC, ESPN, and many more. We even partied with Will Ferrell, Julio Jones, Steve Nash, and were at the Pastana, one of the most beautiful hotels in Copacabana Beach. We even met the entire Netherlands national team, including star players like Van Nistelrooy, or Van Persie, and Arjen Robin. And made it on ESPN, Yahoo, and Goal.com front and center as we rocked American flag speedos and long black blonde wigs for every USA national game. It was literally an epic trip, to say the least. And I can remember that my first uh, interaction with Will Ferrell, I was like, well, and for some reason I thought of this stepbrothers reference, but I was like, well, I'm going to put my nutsack on your drum set. What's up, man? And he just looked at me at this party like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? But after hanging out for a while, he actually got us a a fun picture that I'll uh, 
put in the show notes of us and Will Ferrell. Anyway, I can't tell this story, you know, without full, telling the full honest truth. It wasn't all fun and games over in Brazil. Yes, we had a great time. Yes, we accomplished our goal of going to the World Cup, but there's more to it, guys. Here comes another story within this story, because it wasn't all rainbows and unicorns. We were faced with some serious adversity while over there. And I would feel remiss if I didn't tell you the whole story. So, we were actually in a fairly corrupt country. Not saying ours isn't, you know. But in Brazil, we felt the full wrath of that reality. Because apparently in Brazil, FIFA and the government officials made it illegal to buy and sell tickets for profit. Now, it was, pri- it was basically a private interest scheme. And I'm not even going to try to explain it here. But normally in other markets, tickets can be purchased low in bulk and then sold high individually. That wasn't the case there. This company that we worked for was essentially packaging hotels, tours, restaurants, and World Cup game tickets sold, you know, as a package bulk rate. But at the last minute, they would sell off the remaining tickets that hadn't been claimed by our clients. So essentially, we had extra tickets to sell. Well, the Brazilian police got word of our company and of us selling tickets for over the face value, quote unquote, and they wanted their cut. So in the middle of the Brazilian soccer match, when normally all of Brazil stands still and everyone is glued to their TV, the Brazilian version of the SWAT team decided to take a visit to our office and aka rob us with their badges. And my brother was actually in the office that day and, and basically... He had one of what we deem as the best timed shit of his life. Literally, he was on the pot going to the bathroom when the police came in. And as he came out of the bathroom and saw the raid taking place in the office and these armed officers basically rummaging through all of the, you know, drawers and and having our executives, you know, basically in handcuffs. With quick wit, he ripped off his work shirt and turned it inside out and jetted to the loading service elevator, barely escaping unseen. He then watched the crooked shakedown unfold from the cafe across the street. And these officers wrongly arrested our company's three top members, the CEO, the COO, and the director of international business, in textbook extortion style and stole all of the company cash and including dozens of World Cup finals tickets, which were easily going for 10K a pop. These executives were then locked up for the next three weeks in a prison cell, and the majority of the employees were left basically you know, running scared, fearing that we would be next. There were still thousands of guests who had pre-purchased tickets, tours, and accommodations and were expecting the trip of a lifetime. This was one gnarly par- problem. I, it's, this shit is crazy even reliving it. Though we were the youngest employees, Grant and myself, we decided to step up and lead the team to deliver on the company's promise to its clients. Sparing you the play-by-play details, we designed a new organizational chart where each remaining team member would take control of an area of the business. Fortunately, we had team members back in the States who had access to funding and to support our decisions. Without an on-site executive oversight, we managed to flawlessly execute the game plan that exceeded our clients' expectations. All the while, the company lawyer was negotiating compensation with the law of en- law enforcement and officials, quote-unquote, to release the three company members who were now sitting in Brazilian jail, Bangu, which was a federal penitentiary. <laughs> 
when they were finally released at the end of the World Cup, not be which they weren't released before paying almost a couple hundred thousand dollars. I think it was around three hundred to the cops. They were extremely pleased with the results of our work and rewarded us each with a bonus, which my brother and I then used to travel for the next three months through South America. We went to Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, Chile, and just made more of our dreams come true, you know, traveling throughout South America. So guys, the the actual takeaway for this story is really, I hoped you learned how to persist through adversity and and just how that persistence will prevail because when you are faced with that fight or flight situation stick to your gut and listen to your intuition now you have the ability to overcome any type of adversity it is your choice now after many late nights learning portuguese countless hours of filming you know retakes and and leading a team through the fire over in brazil it was all worth it And we seriously achieved our goal. And the huge lesson and the biggest takeaway was when you want something bad enough, you do whatever it takes to make it happen. Before this experience, I understood this idea that you could have anything you set your mind to. But this experience truly proved it even more so than ever before. When you decide what you want and you are willing to do whatever it takes to achieve that desire. When you are ready to happy hustle for the life and the reality that you want, guys. That is, if what you decide is truly something you want bad enough. So ask yourself, what do you really want? Getting crystal clear on your vision is essential. Now, I'm sure you've heard this many times before, but once again, you'll hear it from me. Get clear on your vision. Know the target that you're after and then strike that sucker right in the bullseye. Many things that we want take time, guys. Patience. Patience is a virtue, seriously, as the old saying goes, but it's true. We must be willing to put in the work, spend time each day focusing on the tasks that will get us closer to achieving our vision. As beautifully emphasized in The One Thing, which is a great book by Jay Papasan and Gary Keller, what is the one thing you can do this week such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary. Guys, find that one thing that if you aren't doing it consistently, do it consistently and it'll help you achieve your desired result. Do this and don't look back, guys. And I'm going to take it an extra step. Make the awkward cold call, all right? Go out there, send in hopeful email, show up at a doorstep, learn how to solve problems and adapt to adversity like we did in Brazil. <laughs> when we make it our mission to achieve the goal, we become obsessed. Most of the time, this is what it takes to attain the goal. Now, I hope this doesn't sound repetitive, uh, but think to yourself right here, right now in this moment, what do you want? Take money out of it. Yes, we all need money to survive, but... Really recognize what do you want. Seriously think, if you didn't have to worry about making money or finances whatsoever, what would you want to wake up and do? And for us, it was go to the World Cup. Even though we needed money, we wanted to go to the World Cup and have that experience, guys, because you can't take the money with you. You can take the experiences, all right? Now, what makes you happy? Ask yourself, what are you willing to do whatever it takes for? Figure this out and let it ignite the fire inside of you. Become unwilling to compromise your time. Decide yourself to the cause And really, just stay the course. Be patient but persistent. Don't settle for anything less than you want. You can do it. You can build the life and a business around it. And you can start today, guys.
Now that was Sunday's story, all right? I hope you got something out of that. It was an amazing journey over in Brazil and it just proves that anything you want, guys, you can have it. Just you have to be willing to happy hustle for it. I'm out. Love you. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.